So, uh, Mr. Askins and I were having a conversation a long time ago uh, about the lack of content on lies speaking truth. We've both had some changes in our life uh, that have made it more difficult for us to record regularly. Uh, but despite that, it did seem to me anyway that there was a, uh, a good possibility of using this site for a little bit different purpose. Rather than reviewing uh, regularly a piece of fiction literature uh, together and collaboratively, uh, instead maybe to do just brief shorts uh, occasionally where either popular fiction or film or television or music uh, captures the essence or at least the idea, an idea that is synonymous with biblical truth or perhaps antithetical to it. I should note that uh, Mr. Askins, my co-host, has accepted a call in the pastoral ministry uh, to serve in a capacity of missionary support in Hong Kong. Now, that doesn't preclude us from continuing with the podcast, but given that it's been a year and both both of us were in relatively small congregations as pastors, um, I'm not so sure that may happen, but we'll see. So good luck to Mr. Askins there. I was struck as I prepared to conduct and preach at our Lenten midweek service how different uh, Luther's context was when he wrote the small catechism than our, our own today. This came up as we were singing Luther's catechism hymn on prayer, on the Lord's Prayer, specifically, Our Father Who from Heaven Above, uh, Lutheran Service Book 766. He said it this way, Give us this day our daily bread, and let us all be clothed and fed. Save us from hardship, war, and strife, in plague and famine. Spare our life, that we in honest peace may live, to care and greed no entrance give. Stanza 5. Particularly those lines, in plague and famine, spare our life. How often in our context today do we really struggle against plague and famine? This reminded me also of a book that I just recently completed, which of course is how uh, this podcast came to be, uh, a book by Emily St. John Mandel called Station Eleven. Uh, it was a 2014 National Book Award finalist, New York Times bestseller, notable book from the American Library Association, uh, and it had been recommended to me by an, another podcast, a media podcast, and didn't really go into the book having any expectation, uh, but was immediately captivated. It did fit into one of my favorite genres, which is post-apocalyptic or dystopian uh, fiction, which we, of course, have touched on in this podcast many times, 1984, for example, and also uh, The Hunger Games. But in particular, one of the themes behind, or in the book, is her imaginative world after the apocalypse, how much different the world is after a plague has destroyed most of civilization. And she wants to deal with some themes that are different than typical uh, post-apocalyptic literature. Think of something like The Road by Cormac McCarthy, which is full of despair and horror. She'd like to suggest that perhaps if 1% of the population was left, that their struggle, once the plague had subsided, would be not with rebuilding civilization or what life was like before, but that 5, 10, or 20 years down the line, 
The biggest struggle would be to reclaim the value of life and of art and of music and of beauty and artistic expression and love in a world that's gone so wrong. She doesn't leave for us much hope. On the other hand, God's word, and specifically as it's taught in Luther's small catechism, really does show us what it's like to live in a world that is recreated and restored, where people live together in peace, peace that is brought about by the forgiveness of sins, and beauty that comes from a community living together in that forgiveness of sins, and love as neighbors serve each other graciously and willingly by the power of the Holy Spirit through that word. So Station 11 was definitely a dystopian view, but it was a view that was very similar to that of Luther when he wrote the Catechism. And maybe it's a view of reality that will be similar to one that we have today, or one that is soon to come. So again, I thought we'd try a little uh, brief podcast. I have some other ideas, maybe, of um, where popular culture intersects uh, with the truths of God's Word. So, you can always find us uh, on the web at liesspeakingtruth.org, liesspeakingtruth.org. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, although it's relatively inactive. Uh, and you can also reach us by email by either our website or Facebook. This is Lies Speaking Truth. I'm Christopher Gillespie. My co-host, Roy Askins, is in missionary training. Uh, I hope you can join us again sometime soon. <laughs>